Blog Talk Radio. All right, thanks everybody for joining the SBP again. Sports talk is our thing, but hip hop, television, and movies are always on the table, and we're gonna do a lot of all of that today, or most of that today, because we're about a week out from the start of our uh, NFL previews. So we're just gonna kick it again, like we did a couple of weeks ago. Uh, talk about some things happening on the Sports Bar Podcast Facebook page. Uh, you know, some things that we posted, some things that our group members have posted and discussed and just had some fun. Source, what up, man? Ain't nothing going on, Prime. Just another day living in the hood, just another day around the way. Yeah, we took the week off last week. Um, I know that you went to a ball game. I think you were out at Nationals Park. The Dodgers were down. I was on vacation. I was going to get in um, a podcast. And then, uh, I don't know, laziness took over, <laughs> and uh, right. the beers took over, man. But, um, yeah, yeah, how was your trip up to Nationals Park? Oh, man, we had a good time. Uh, we went Saturday. Uh, well, we went up to D.C. Saturday, you know, early. Got some lunch and all that type of good stuff. Took an Uber. First time any of us have, well, not any of us, first time we have taken an Uber ourselves as a family. First time we, like, Requested an Uber, got in it, right. and went somewhere. So we ended up, you know, using Uber uh, four times over the weekend. But like I said, we went up Saturday, went to the game Saturday. Uh, it was good. It was, I mean, it was, it was great that you know the Dodgers won big. So my girls were happy, and we had a good time hanging yeah. out. Uh, but then Sunday, Sunday was a good time as well, except it was John Blaze out there, John. John Blaze. It was hot. <laughs> we, was, we, were, we were in the bottom section, so we were like in the sun, in the sun. And it was blazing. The seats were hot. We were hot. It was just all hot. It was, just, it was not, not good business at all. But we enjoyed the game. It was still fun. Dodgers lost, so it wasn't as good as Saturday. But overall, it was a good weekend, man. We had a good time. That's good, man. That's good. Like, um, you know, I think you would ask me about the seats uh, when I go, and I kind of just play it by ear, man. Like, it depends if it's going to be – depends on how I'm feeling. You know, when I, when I go up there, sometimes I like to get those right there uh, between the third baseline and the outfield, like sit down low. Um, if I scan ahead and they talking like them 90-something degree temperatures, I might take something on the second level. Um, I think it's like section like 202, 203, because those are excellent seats, especially for second-level seats. But if you sit back far enough, you can kind of sit under the little, like a little, little uh, overpass or whatever. You know, it's, it's, it's something hanging over you right there. You know, and then now and then, you know, if I my, my pockets is, you know, uh, if I, I need to watch some ends, then I, you know, I look at some other seats. But yeah, it, it can get John Blaze, as you say, at the baseball games, man. You got to sit out there, bad boy. Like if you go to a game and you got to, especially if you're in that third baseline where I like to sit. If you sitting over there, man, and it's blazing hot, it might not be to like the sixth inning before the sun started to move to the other side. You baked by then. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's exactly what happened. We were blazing for a good six and a half, seven innings. And then uh, we had a little, not coolness, but cooler-ness. 
So it was rough. I ain't gonna lie. Like the the, the older people that were at the game, a couple of couple of uh, groups or a couple of couples got up and left early, like in the first three innings. I don't know if they left, but they surely weren't back in their seats ever again during the game. Like they never came back. I see that a lot. When I when I I go usually two to three times a year. Matter of fact, I was supposed to have gone this past Wednesday when the Braves were here. They had like an early game, like a twelve twelve thirty game, and I changed my mind yeah. at the last minute. It looks like I missed a good one and went to extra innings, which I believe like three of the last four times I've gone, the game has gone to extra innings up there. But I see that a lot when I go up there. There's people that will leave early. But I think it just kind of tells me these are probably like Nationals fans and they go to games mm-hmm. like whenever they want. So just getting oh, up and leaving in the fourth, yeah, fourth, fifth inning, you know, it's, it's nothing to them. You know, most of those folks probably don't live any further than out in Woodbridge. You see what I'm saying? Right. They don't live too mm-hmm. far, you know, or, or D.C., you know, or right in D.C. So, I, yeah, I feel what you're saying, man. But I'm glad you had a good time. Um, I held it down, like I say. I was going to do a podcast last week, and I was trying to decide just to spin through some things. Then I also decided, because uh, I talked to one or two people. One guy actually is not in the group, and he said he's going to get in it. I ain't seen him get in it yet. And we were going to talk some fantasy football, because you know we got the groups popping in the, uh, in the Sports Bar Podcast uh, Facebook group. But mm-hmm. so much has happened. Look, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm good at this. I'm really good at sport at uh, fantasy football, for those who don't know, but you should know if you're in the SVP. And the way things are popping off, I kind of didn't want to reveal any of my strategies for this year because some things have changed. And I ain't want to take the chance of some of these cats who are trying to take my money, which I'm getting all of this year. We hear what I had to say, so I decided to back off, at least that we didn't draft it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I might do something. Yeah, I'm being real dirty. You know, some of, some of peeps out there, Marvin Dabney, you know, Clifford Jones, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm coming. You know, JB, I, I'm coming. I can't tip my hand, though. I couldn't tip my hand. So, uh, plus I was tired, man. So, you know, I held off a little bit. Ain't nothing wrong so. with that, Brian. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Because it's going to be a long season. When we got, uh, we got, what, four weeks before – Five, four or five weeks before the season actually kicks off, so yeah, you got a little yeah. time if you want to get that in. Ain't no, ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Yeah, we're gonna. Pro- I probably gonna have some random fantasy joints as it go on. I just don't want to tip my draft strategy. So, but it's gonna go down. Uh, but yeah, man, I held it down. Went to the uh, the, the brew fest. Uh, got there in the evening. Drunk me some cold ones. Enjoyed the music, the Legacy Band, and DJ Rayvon, and you know. And I and did my thing, man. So I represented for us here in the 804 while you was up the street. You know what I'm saying? Did what we had to do. I'm like, bro, I don't hardly ever go anywhere. And the one time I do, it got to be the weekend of the, the, the what was it, Heart and Soul Brewfest. I, yeah. I actually noticed, I ran across whatever day it was a year ago, I ran across the post that I had made because it looked like everybody was having a good time that uh, that year. Now, I didn't say I was going out there, but in my mind, I was going to go this year. Yeah, clearly that didn't happen. But next year, I'm going to make sure my calendar is clear, and uh, I'm getting out there because it looked like everybody had a good time. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to schedule my time, too. I had never made it. This was, I believe, the fourth year, and I believe when we had – uh, Kelly, Kelly Lemon on, on uh, one of our podcasts, she mentioned it one time before about how it's always jumping. 
but I got to see it firsthand this particular year just because I happened to be on vacation. I didn't plan it that way, but it lined up perfectly. So now I'm like, I'm either going to have to be on vacation again. But the beautiful thing is it doesn't end until like 9 o'clock, the official joint. So I could even, if I had to work that day, I can always peel out early. And, they, you know, they jumped. I left maybe about quarter to nine, and they were still jumping. So it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Um, but, yeah, man, let's kick around some stuff, man, that's going on in the, in, the, in our group, our Sports Bar podcast. And, you know, we got to start off with a happening that we had in the group this past week with one of our favorite dudes, <laughs> Mr. Cesar Gonzalez. We yeah. had a jersey burning already. Like, first of all, can you even burn a jersey before a dude leaves the team? Can you even do that? Well, clearly you can, because he did. <laughs> For those who don't know, Caesar uh, went went ham and uh, heard the news of Melvin Gordon wanting to be traded or requesting a trade from the Los Angeles Chargers and uh, he was a little upset. So the same day that that came out, not I don't even, it was a couple hours later, it wasn't even that, that long after the news came out, my man went live and burned that Melvin Gordon jersey. He was not playing. He was not here for the games. Yeah, he was upset, man. Like, I just asked a question. Of course, you know he blamed it on me now. He said that I, I started it. I just asked a question. I was like, Jersey burning? He was just like, man, if, you know, if this go down and that go down, I will burn the jersey right here live in the SVP. And sure enough, he turned around and he did. I mean, dude was not playing. Dude brought out the lighter fluid, took that bad boy right out in his yard, got his camera straight, and he set that joint on fire, like Ghost Rider style. So we've had our first official First, it's the first official jersey burning in the SVP. And we've had our first official jersey burning of the season. And dude sit on the team for the moment. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, ain't mad not to for dude, long. Though. Not for yeah, long. I ain't mad to do. Hey, did you see the day, though? Did you see the day that uh, supposedly Houston may be interested in, um, in Melvin Gordon? Yeah, uh, somebody said that earlier this week. Somebody yep. said they did. Yep. Somebody said something about him going there, and somebody also, uh, I think Caesar said something about today. But somebody said something about earlier during the week, and I was yep. like, hmm, that might be something if that was if that was to go down. That gives you a top notch quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. Like some some triplets type stuff happening. That would be really good. And a team that's looking to contend again, once again in the in the AFC, and if you can add a player like that, um, that that would be crazy. I mean, that would be crazy, but it would be good for that franchise. So, but yeah, I can't remember. I don't know if it was one of our newer members who who uh, who brought that up back when I'm um, doing the, the uh, doing Caesar Gate, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but somebody did actually bring that up. Um, and later on, I remember, I think, uh, before today, the second person may have been Randall. Randall said something, too. But somebody said it before him. But that's something we got to keep an eye on. But Caesar, now, Caesar did make a good point, though. Now, not to overshadow it. That's something I had forgotten, though. 
dude is changing his number this year to my understanding. So, <laughs> so uh, I believe they were talking about Gordon maybe going back to 25 to his college. I didn't see that was official, but I, I had heard that. So, um, and Caesar brought it up as well. So, we'll see. But nevertheless, a jersey has gotten burned. So, that brings up the question. Have you ever burned any paraphernalia of a squad that you're a fan of? Not on purpose. <laughs> but see, <laughs> what had happened was, <laughs> while it was not your official jersey burning, I was once ironing the... Uh, I was once ironing a, a Donovan McNabb Eagles jersey. I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know why you had to ask this question and bring up this bad memory. But I was ironing. <laughs> you know, you got to be careful when you iron a jersey, and then you got to be, you know, real delicate and covered with some and all that extra stuff. Yeah, something happened, and that joint ended up with a hole in it. So, so yes, I have burned a jersey uh, actually, just not in the. Uh, Angry fans since. <laughs> now, I ain't never done it either. Like, you know, it's too many. Uh, I mean, that's just a waste of fire, man. Like, that's, you know, just save that for some good incense or something, man. I mean, if you're going to break out the lighter, <laughs> you know, like something like that. Like, I, I've never done it. Usually when, uh, if I get mad at a player, well, first of all, I don't buy jerseys. I haven't bought a jersey in I don't know when as far as a current player jersey. You know, if I'm going to buy a jersey, uh, well, I take that back. I did buy a jersey jersey shirt um, a couple of years ago. It was a shirt, so I ain't mind busting the 20 bucks out. It was a Dak Prescott shirt, um, and I really didn't want to buy the Dak shirt, but that was the only size they had, and I was on my way to the football game. So, that, you know, it, it, it was what it – yeah, it went with 20 bucks, man. So, I wanted – it was a shirt. Not a, not, a, not a jersey. What do you call it, a jersey? No, I call it I call it a shirt. But go on. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I angle. I, I was trying to find, um, you know, a Zeke joint. They was out of this Zeke joint to my side. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I sat there and I thought about it, and I looked. I said, ah, I go ahead and buy this thing because you know I go on trips all the time, and I wanted to wear something new, and and I was too lazy to go out way before the trip and get something new, and I didn't want to wear nothing I had. So I was on my way to the Cowboys Atlanta game. So. They had a Dak joint in my size, and, of course, I wore it, and, of course, he stunk it up, but that's another story. But when things like that happen, either a player is no longer with my franchise or whatever, or or a shirt just gets old, or is Jerry Jones, you know, tease me off or whatever. Now, you know, those that paraphernalia just becomes stuff that I get, you know, get up and run to Walmart in or wash the car in or do some work, you know what I'm saying, like, it's not joints that I just, like, set on fire, like, for no reason. You know, they just, you know, I just go out and do whatever, you know. But, yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. But shout out to Caesar, though, man. Shout out to the dude, man. He's real passionate. And I hate to see what happens if this really go down. If this trade and stuff goes down and he's up out of there, I can't wait to see what our Caesar got playing. One of our most active members, man. Um, for sure. What, yeah. What else we got? Um, what else in the group we got? Oh. Randall posted something interesting today. Did you? I don't know if you got a chance to see what they said. Over thirty-seven thousand people showed up for the Browns practice scrimmage. Yeah, y'all done got the people hyped. 
I mean, have they had 37,000 people show up in like three or four years total? Like, your people got the people hyped this year. The GM then brought in all those players. Your boy Mayfield going to baseball games, chugging beer, wearing Lindor shirts. <laughs> like, they got them people hyped. They got more people at one scrimmage, and I'm willing to bet they probably had busy practice in the last three years. I I would I wouldn't doubt that. I mean, you know, Cleveland does have a passionate fan base. They I mean, shoot, they have a or they used to have a Cleveland Browns club in Richmond. So they still you know, do. They still have do. fans. They still do. Okay, so yep. they do have fans out there. But yeah, thirty-seven thousand is crazy for a scrimmage of preseason before the season is even before the preseason has even really started. Uh, scrimmage so yeah that was a big deal and it kind of you know it's hype in Cleveland they're feeling it right now so they're thinking about Super Bowl even though that may be a little you know a little, it may be a little premature on that but they are all in right now and hey it's, it's exciting gotta have something yeah yeah, that was great. When I saw that set, I was like, okay, y'all are trying to do it big, big. Okay, but I'm not mad at the dudes. I'm, I'm definitely not mad at the dudes, man. Anytime I can get Baker, you know what I'm saying, throwing down the cold when he's or a shotgun in the brew on there and, and, and the team is hype and, you know, he still talking a little trash on the side, which is, you know, you know how he is. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it. So that was real interesting when I saw that bad boy there. But let me ask you this. Um, the kid William Keys. William Keys posted something that I that I I loved, but I didn't love because it brought back bad memories. But he posted it in the group. Um, I think it was earlier this week or maybe the end of last week, and he was asking folks, "Was there a moment in sports?" And I forgot how he worded it, but that really you know had you down or really made you sick to your stomach. Do you have? A memory or any memories like that that really made you sick? Uh, I, 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 the Eagles in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, it was like fourth and seven, down by maybe five. Donovan McNabb threw it to Kevin Curtis. And Curtis got held, but no call was made. And then he pretty much just missed the ball. If he would have caught it, he would have took off down the sideline. I think it was less than a minute left. Maybe maybe a minute and a half left. And the Eagles would have more than likely won the game. Took that L. And, uh, yeah, that that was, pretty, that was pretty depressing. Most of my stuff is personal, though. But as far as uh, professional, that's one of them that I – Ah, yeah, that left a bad, bad feeling. That was worse than the actual Super Bowl against uh, against New England. That was worse because because the Eagles. I I just I had less faith in them winning that Super Bowl against New England than I did in that game against uh, I think it was Seattle. I can't really remember off the top of my. I'm pretty sure it was Seattle. The year that Seattle went to the. Uh, Championship against well, once you Super Bowl against Pittsburgh. So yeah, yeah, that was that was that was probably my worst one personally. 
Yeah, I found it. He said 2012-2013 was a terrible year for him. Key says his point guard, Derrick Rose, and his quarterback, RG3, both went down with major knee injuries. Yeah, that, that, that was bad. If you was a fan of either one of those teams, those were bad because neither one of those players were the same since now. We did see Derrick Rose come back somewhat, nowhere near the level that he was playing at before that happened. But RG3, um, or as uh, my brother calls him, RG Knee, <laughs> just never recovered. Like, he, he just he just never recovered from the major injury. Um, so he asked in the group, you know, do, do you have a terrible year? It doesn't necessarily have to be an injury. And I just came straight out. The first thing that comes to mind to me off top, Every time, every time, and it hurts me to this day, even though I did get a little laugh out of it at the end, it was a 2000 season when Deion Sanders, which you know is my favorite player of all time, signed with the Washington Redskins. Washington (laughs) Redskins, bro. You talk about being hurt, man. Yeah, that's what man I used to be. Was that? Yeah. Hold on, bro. That that was worse than him going to – San Francisco and winning the Super Bowl right after leaving Dallas? Yes. You gotta understand, it's levels to this thing, man. Like, wow. you're a Cowboy fan, when you're a Cowboy fan, and um, no, he actually, he won, they won the Super Bowl when he, when he, when he did his thing and they won the Super Bowl, now that was like it was 94. Oh, before. Before. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, you remember he won in that 95 ish, going into the 96 season with us. So, Dion yeah. did his thing. Yeah, yeah, and I, I wasn't happy about seeing him in a Niners uniform. But I, much as I did, I, I really don't like San Francisco, you know, the history they have with the Cowboys. It's a little more personal with squads in the division, especially the Washington Redskins. So, that can hurt me to my heart, man. Like, I remember driving around all day waiting for the news to drop because that was already talked about it the day or two before that that's where he was going. He was meeting, you know, with Dan Snyder and them, and this was going down. They was going to bring him in. Now, he ended up doing them dirty during that season. He loved, he got his money and was out. <laughs> you know, he didn't give him a whole lot. So I was happy when that happened. But, yeah, that, that right there is, is lower to me than anything that's happened to me in sports. We can go back to the, you know, to the 80s us losing the uh, NFC Championship game to Washington Redskins. We can even go back to the catch. We can go back to the catch against the Niners. And I cried both times. I cried I cried in the 80s when the Redskins sent us home, Drew Pearson them home. I, I ain't gonna, I'll be a man to tell you. I cried when the Dwight Clark caught that pass. But I ain't cried when Deion left, but that John hurt me, man. That John cut me deep, bro. He had to be a wow. cowboy, but he surely didn't have to be a redskin, man. <laughs> like, Hilarious. think about it. How many if you if you like a true sports fan of any franchise, and just think about the feeling that you end up getting when your favorite player ends up playing at some point for your team. Because, right. you know, when he was at, you know, Florida State, that was my dude. Like Electric, like that was my guy. So when he made it to the NFL, I was happy. And then when I got wind that he was about to sign with the Dallas Cowboys, you could tell me nothing. My favorite player in the league is about to sign with my squad, you know. And I enjoyed the time that he was there. But then when he was gone, 
He could have went anywhere else, almost anywhere else. But to end up in watching the Redskin uniform, man, I was hurt, man. I was so hurt. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, man. So, um, very interesting, man. Uh, let's see what we got. Your boy Jordan Box said that 2008 was uh, brutal, man, when you, the Lakers lost to Boston. Your Lakers lost to Boston. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't think it was brutal. I mean it wasn't brutal for me. That wasn't I mean Boston won, you know. Can't win them all. But you can't get them <laughs> back. True indeed. And you're a lot closer to doing that than I am in just about every category. So next person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I but my dude, uh fantasy football, one of my fantasy football guys, Delaney Caroline. He put uh, last year was brutal. Coming off an AFC chip, coming off playing in the AFC chip, Bortles doesn't improve. LeBron misses, uh, you know, LeBron misses time. The Yankees lose to the Strohs in Girardi's last stand. Shaking my head, man, that was brutal. Cats got some feelings about some stuff, man. Wait, he's a he's a Jaguar. Yeah, that's gonna throw me too. I never knew that. Like, I don't know him personally, but I I've known him through Facebook for quite a while, and he's very active, especially in our in our fantasy football league. But I never, I can't honestly say I I remember him being a Jaguar fan. But you know, he ain't fronting because like you can't call him no bandwagon because Jacksonville ain't done nothing. So he he must be true. Because the only person I can think of that I know of is maybe with Jamal Bramble, maybe. Yeah, Jamal is definitely a, a Jags fan, and I know one other Jags fan, PK, got a name PK. But other than that, I didn't know they existed. I didn't know any others existed. So interesting, interesting piece of uh, information. And shout out to my cousin Jay. He just said Malice in the Palace. So he got some feelings about the Malice in the Palace. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, that that was that was heartbreaking for a different reason. Uh, what, you, <laughs> what you think about that Ed Reed bust last night, man? Yeah, you know, that jump was perfect. Like I, you know, usually them jumps being a struggle, but that joint was perfect. Like I don't think they could have done it any better, and they picked the perfect time. You know, where his hair was distinct, uh, so they used a, a perfect image of him, in my opinion, and uh, it was a great job. Yeah, it took over Twitter. Everybody was talking about it. I was sitting having me a cold one, uh, Ace Pineapple, you know what I'm saying, at the Mellow Mushroom last night. And um, and I'm chilling. And next thing I know, I'm going through my Twitter right after the, uh, you know, the uh, the inductions and everything went off. And that's all you saw. Shout out to Jamel Hill, everybody. That's all you saw was people talking about that. And I'm looking at it right now. Like, the detail is crazy. The hair, the beard. I mean, it's, it might be. I'm trying to think, man. I've seen some that did pull it off, and we've seen some horrible ones. I'm still trying to think of, and I've seen one better. I don't know if I've seen one better, you know. I right. mean, like, they did some cats. Like, we've seen some cats that look nothing like them. Like, I still can't figure out Deion Sanders' joint. Like, how can you do the GOAT like that? To me, he <laughs> don't look like Deion Sanders. only time it looked close to Deion Sanders is when – if you remember back when he had his ceremony, he went up there and put the uh, the bandana on. 
<laughs> right. And you probably right. got a little bit of the face, but I think the hair or whatever kind of threw it off. But um, yo, that's yo, that's like ridiculous, man. This this show is ridiculous, and that's got the that last night when we posted that when I posted that picture probably got the most response of anything we probably put on the yeah, the Facebook page probably in the past month. Like everybody was at least liking it. Um, we only got a few comments, man, but we got a ton of likes on it uh, from folks I ain't even heard from since last football season. So, good stuff. Well, good timing. It's good timing because we're going into the season, so it's time for them to get back anyway. Hey, think about how strong that that uh, that secondary. I mean, it was a strong class anyway. I think most people would figure, especially with Tony Gonzalez, he was the goat. Uh, you know, my man Chris Christopher Robin. Chris Robin was talking about it, man, during the weekend. He was like, he had chills. Just thinking about, in memory, just thinking about them four o'clock games when Kansas City would be on TV, and he had memories of uh, sitting in the uh, his parents' living room or whatever and, and watching the game. And it's coming from a Detroit Lions fan, but he's speaking on the greatness of Tony Gonzalez, man. Um, and we had a little conversation about that this week, so that was strong seeing him in there. And then that secondary class, I was like an all Madden squad: Tyler, Champ, Bailey. And Eric Reed. That's like all madness. Yeah. yeah, that's that's tough right there. You did mention uh the greatness of Tony Gonzalez. I just wanted to shout out the greatness of October Gonzalez, uh just because. But anyway, yeah, back to what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to shout out. That's a strong class. You know how I feel about DBs anyway. To me, they, DBs is my favorite position on the football field, period. And that's to see that class and to have the memories um, of some of those players, not just like what Chris Robin was talking about with Gonzalez, because I can certainly attest to that. You know, a lot of members are watching him play in those later games. But that secondary class was, was filthy. You know, I, I, I love Champ Bailey when he was in college at, Found him very hard to root for him when he was in Washington. I loved it when he was in Denver. Ty Law, ask, ask about me. Ask about me. Carlos, you know Carlos Lewis. Carlos, Carlos Lewis, and I'm going to tell you, if I wasn't running the Bucks on Madden when we used to play, I was running the Patriots back then. And Ty Law used to mess up a lot of cats. I had him and Lloyd Malloy back there. I was deadly back there. I'd pick you off in a second. And, of course, Ed Reed, who – to me personally, me personally, I feel is the best safety I've ever seen play the game. Um, you know, it just really? says a lot. But yeah, that yeah, I think I, Ed Reed, vision. I've seen I've seen a lot of them. I've seen Rod Woodson play both positions. Uh, Troy Palomalu was was a goat, and you know was 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 great. I mean, in his time, um, Ronnie Lott. Oh my goodness, Ronnie Lott. Mm-hmm. I've seen him play po- both positions. But if I'm going to go down and say who is, in my opinion, the best safety that I've ever gotten a chance to lay my eyes on, and, and it kind of hurts because he went to the U, but professionally it was A. Reed for me. Hey, I agree. So <laughs> I just wanted to, just wanted to hear it. I agree. So, you know, I'm definitely with you. All right, what else we got? Hey, what's what about uh, – Oh, I'm gonna bring this up. We we gonna take a quick, uh, quick veer from sports. We got a couple of things to get back in, but I'm not gonna get off this podcast without mentioning a post that you put up 
um, a little over a week ago. And we, it was National Chicken Wing Day. We got to go and talk about that real quick because <laughs> cat loves their wings, man. And I'm glad you because, you know, I catch a lot of this stuff. I catch, like, Donut Day and Taco Day. You know, I'm, you know I don't never miss National Beer Day. I'm never going to miss that. I'm, right. In my opinion, it should be National Beer Day every day. But, Agreed. Um, yeah, but that but that chicken that chicken wing post, man. First of all, as soon as you posted, I got hungry as I don't know what. Like I sent one. <laughs> I was at work, and I sent one of my employees. I had just got him doing something. I said, "Stop, bro. Do me a favor, bro. Can you run down there to the wing spot, man? Want to get me? You know, so I want a dozen lemon pepper. I said, "No, no, no. Switch it up. Give me a dozen lemon pepper, and then I'll uh, give me another dozen of spicy garlic, man. You know, what I'm saying I got you. Yeah, cause you got me hungry, man." But it's you know it's amazing to see everybody's thoughts on um, on wings. What are your favorites? You got a favorite flavor or a favorite place? Well, I don't know so much. I mean, yeah, I'm I like wing spot. I do. I ain't gonna lie, wing spot, wing stop. That's what I meant. I ain't gonna lie. Them lemon pepper joints. Hey, I I love them. I love them. Like I could eat them joints, you know, a couple times a week if I had to, without a problem. Lemon pepper, extra crispy joints, mm. and uh, yeah, that that's it. That's all I need. But and the drums, not not the not the flats. I know the flats. that's a whole another beef. That's a whole another beef in itself. Drums versus flats. I'm all about the drums. Like me in this house is two and two. Uh, Jada and I are drums. My wife okay. and Kelsey are flats. So it works out because you know everybody's happy. We can usually mix and match and split it up, and everybody's straight. So I'm all about the drums. Uh, Wingstop and Lemon Pepper. Lemon Pepper is my favorito. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting somewhere though, like. I feel like it's somewhere that has some bum wings, and I'm just not remembering where it is. Like when I remember being in uh, in Atlanta and going to Taco Mac, and even though uh, you know Taco Mac is not necessarily a, a wing spot, but I thought their wings were kind of bum too. But I'm, I'm a wing stop dude. Like them, them joints for me, them joints is top of the line. And you know what's crazy? When 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 they got Wingstop, when we got Wingstop here in the 804, because you know we late getting everything, right? Rick Ross course, mentioned yeah. Wingstop like, what, two, three years ago? On a while, it was a song or a mixtape. One of the joints, he said, I'm feeling lemon pepper. I'm thinking Wingstop, whatever, whatever album that was. Like, and that was, that wasn't this year, but that wasn't last year. But it's crazy the amount of people that I know. And I can't say that it's I, I like it more than certain other joints. I can't say, but I, I I liked it. I thought it was okay. But it's a couple of cats I know who just don't do wing style bad. I kind of figured out was well, something I'm missing. Like, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know because I've heard it several times. Matter of fact, shout out group member who uh, threw a, a nice right cross at me last week on the page. But I you know I had him on the phone yesterday clowning them. But my man, little Daryl Daryl Motley. You know, he, right. he when he made the comment about uh, 
that's talking about there ain't no games in the garden, uh, Christmas Day games in the garden. <laughs> and he talked yeah. about when the last time was good. Yeah, that's my dude, hey, that, man. But anyway. That, that was a good one. Forgot, that was a good one. He, he forgot he got to see me every Friday night. Uh, come because uh, 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 these Friday night lights coming up, and he the first person to call me talking about what time I'm getting somewhere. So I'm gonna burn him up. But I talked to him yesterday, so he knows it's coming. But I remember he mentioned to me he didn't like him. Somebody else in the group had mentioned it before. Then a couple of people that I know, so I don't know. But for me, those familiar with the 804, and somebody I think agreed with me under the post uh, that wing stop. I'm not wing stop. Wing command. In the 804, Wing Command out on Hall Street yeah. Road is fire. And they have, which I do agree with you, Lemon Pepper is my shot, but to me, nobody makes them like Wing Command. I have yet For to real? find a Lemon Pepper. It don't matter where I go. And I know I've tried these four or five other people's Lemon Peppers over the years. I can't find anybody that match Wing Command's Lemon Pepper. Have you, have you had them from there? Nah, I didn't. I've heard the name Wing Command before, but I've never seen the spot. I've never had anything from there. You know, even though I lived in Chesterfield for some years, I really don't go over that way that often. So it's not, you know, it's rare that I'm going to even get a chance to go over on Hall Street in Chesterfield or in Midlothian and, and eat, let alone specifically Wing, wing Command. But... Now I feel like I got to make that move one day. Well, you know, we do it traditionally anyway. Since all of my kids were small, like real small, but now I pretty much got uh, young adults, adults and young adults now. But um, it's tradition on uh, All-Star Saturday night during the NBA that I have to make that trip and get about five or six dozen all the time. That's what we do. Um, Oh, what? Get those and, yeah, yeah, we get them and, you know, you know, if I'm going to do six dozen, at least, you know, a couple of dozen, I'm going to be lemon pepper. And they got some fire raspberry joints, too. I, every time I mention it, somebody be like, oh, raspberry on a chicken wing? All I'm going to tell you yeah. is don't knock it till you try it. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> do not knock it until you try it. My fiance mm. will not let me go there if she finds that I'm going without bringing back the raspberry joints off top. Off mm. top. So if I want. If I want some, I got to order an extra dozen of those, too. But they just that fire. They got, like, a regular raspberry, and they got a raspberry chipotle. That regular raspberry is lit. And they garlic pepper is good, too. But it's ridiculous, man. But, yeah, and she's all flat. She's all flat. Matter of fact, for the Sports Bar Podcast group, Facebook group, let me lay down the law for you right now. You cannot be a man and only do flat. You either eat the whole chicken wing or you do the drum. Men do not do flats, man. We, we, we don't do that. Oh. We don't do that. So I want to put that out there, right? Let me, if I find out if somebody in the group that is a, a, uh, is a male and they eating just the flats, I'm going to do an intervention, private counseling. I meet you at the bar value some beer. We're going to talk about this thing because I care. Hmm. We don't do that. We don't do that. So, so I just I want to put that out there, man. True. Well, just know, once this podcast goes up, we are definitely going to have that discussion, wings or flats, in the group, because we're going to find out what's really going on with the uh, with the. Yeah, I got, to, I got to see this. 
I got to see this, man. And uh, last up, man, you put anything on your wings? So you, you down with some ranch? You down with some blue cheese? What? What's the deal? Uh, if I'm if I'm doing anything, it's gonna be ranch or or some type of hot sauce. You know, it can be hot sauce, yeah. but usually I just rock with the ranch or nothing, especially if it's gonna be the the uh, lemon pepper joint. Matter of fact, I feel like lemon. Like I'll tell you like this. I used to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. And I get the get the whatever type of wings, the medium wings, let's say, and get lemon pepper on the side, and then just dip in the sauce, dip in the lemon pepper, and uh, had that lemon pepper medium. A little mix going on, huh? Yeah, man. Okay. I mean, no, and I and I'm I'm the type of person like. You can't have too much lemon pepper. Like I, it could be all the lemon pepper in America, and it's not going to be too much on the wings <laughs> for me. It's like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, now I ain't gonna front now. If I'm at the crib, I got to have that brother gravy, as they call it, that brother gravy that Texas Pete. I, I, I got to have it. I got to have it off top. But if I go out to <laughs> like you. It's that, brother gravy, it's, that, it's that brother gravy, man. I've never heard that before. I, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. You know, I haven't gone into my wife friend's house, and I've never did. I've never seen Texas Pete, right. but it don't always be Texas Pete. They got Frank's. They got Mama Cholula. <laughs> you know, and you know, I, and you know me. I, I got a lot. of dog, I got a lot of white friends, man. Like I, especially out in Chester. When I go home, I go to visit some of my homies. You know. And um, a lot of my white friends, I don't see no Texas Pete in there, man. I, I, I don't see no Texas Pete. You know, oh, now, wow. I, now some people might enjoy it, but when you go to a brother house, you're going to see some Texas Pete most times off top. So that brother gravy, man. But, um, yeah, but you you, you did mention uh, B-Dub, though. Now, I ain't even going to front. They're not my favorite wings, even though I do love their uh, Parmesan garlic and their spicy garlic. Now, they get busy with those. Right. But to me, they got the greatest blue cheese ever. Like, I can't go to no other spot. Like, I feel like I've gone to other places and tried to get blue cheese, and it be dis- it like disappoints me, man. It's like a disappointment. Like, it don't taste – I don't know what they put in that blue cheese, but that's really the only spot I'll go to and get blue cheese. Any other spot, if they say ranch or blue cheese, I just get the ranch. Right. Yeah. So they do something special. Matter of fact, if anybody in the group worked there, used to work there, you got a girlfriend worked there, let me know straight up how that uh, that blue cheese come in. Is it pre? Is it like in a big container when it comes in? Do y'all pass up until you get it? I need to know because I might try to duplicate that thing. Matter of fact, I'm gonna do like uh, you know, you always got the uh, the, the, the ladies that go uh, everywhere they go, they out to eat for lunch, they take their own salad dressing with them, they yeah, put out their purse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I'm gonna start doing. If I know I'm going to a a wing spot to eat some wings. I want to find out exactly where Buffalo Wild Wings put in that blue cheese so I can take mine with me. Wow. Yeah, so anybody know, help your boy out. You know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but that was a great post. But while you was up in uh when you was up going to the ba- to the uh, baseball game, that was the weekend also of course of the WNBA All Star game. 
And yeah. I prided myself because this is the first time I can tell you that I can really remember that I wasn't at work the day that it came on. Not that I didn't watch it while I was at work, but to be able to sit down and enjoy it, man, I, I really had fun watching it. And I loved it because I didn't go to the um, to the uh, you know the brew fest, you know the heart and soul brew fest until it went off. So that's when about five thirty ish, if you know quarter to six before I headed up the street. And um, but it was a great game. I enjoyed it. And then a lot of people got to see Erica Wheeler's story, which was awesome. Her making MVP, putting in twenty five points after everything that she'd been through. Man, it, it was it was great. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed it, man. I, I missed everything. I was just getting updates on Twitter, uh, seeing as far as the, the skills challenge and and the three-point contest and, and then the game as well. So I missed everything altogether. But, you know, I love the WNBA. Uh, glad the second half of the season has gotten started and – I'm trying to get this money. Add that to it too. You know, I I tend to do okay in the WNBA when it comes to the fan duel. So I'm trying to get at this money on a regular basis. It's real, especially the single game. For some reason, the single game is my thing. Like when it comes to WNBA, the single game is my thing. So uh, yeah, I'm excited about the second half of the season, and you know. This whole thing going down the line from from now to playoff time. Well, you know, I was on cloud nine um, after all that. Uh, after Erica Wheeler's situation, um, and a lot of people who don't know, uh, she went undrafted. Um, she also dealt with the loss of her mother. She lost her mother to cancer. So a great story for her to actually come in into the WNBA to make it, make the All Star game, to become MVP. But I tweeted. Basically that, you know, it had my eyes a little watery seeing her accept that award because, she you know, she broke down. There were players out there crying, uh, happy for her, all that she'd been through. And you know about a day later, you know what happened? What's that? She hit your boy with a, re- a, a, a retweet. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I was loving that. I get to add to... Uh, some of the uh, celebrity retweets that I've gotten, you know, or interaction. You, you know, we had a little something uh, about a year or so ago with uh, Pete Rock. Right, I got a right. retweet from him. I've had a retweet from my guy, Kevin O'Leary, from one of my favorite shows, Shark Tank. I mean, you know, he, he mm-hmm. hit me up. You know, so I'm just adding on, man. I'm just adding on when you know some of the greats. Some of the people I like watching, when you get a retweet, that's a big deal, man. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with it. And, and shout think... out to the hey, sh- shout out to the writers too in the in the uh, in the in the rooms and the executives that uh, at Blackish and Grownish because I have actually been retweeted from both of those official shows as well. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to get my retweet game up, but. <laughs> I, I'm just, I, I'm just happy when somebody likes likes the post. So <laughs> on Twitter, you know, my my Twitter game is weak. My Twitter game is weak. I feel like the commentary is strong, but my Twitter game is weak. I'm not a, a 
very good at at Twitter. So anything I I fall into, I'm like, okay, well look at that, Brittany McBride, <laughs> McBride likes my post. <laughs> hey, there you go. I take what I can get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't claim to be a Twitter aficionado, aficionado but I have uh, put forth more effort uh, this year to uh, be a little more active on it. Because there were times we go by, man, where I wouldn't do but three to five tweets a week, you know. So I kind of change it up and say, look, I'm going to do a minimum of three to five per day and see what's right. going on out here. And, I, and, and I'm learning a lot, man. You know, I'm learning a lot. Um, and shout out, I just want to give somebody a shout out. I don't know if she's ever heard us or listened to us. I'm going to try to get her to listen to us. But, uh at love, at love the pup, uh, my girl, uh, her handle is double L must rock the bell. She's turning into my favorite tweet, other than the fact that she's a Redskins fan. Other than the fact that she's mm. a Redskins fan. Um, but we've had some interaction on Twitter, and um, it's fun. And she tweets a lot. So she's been kind of my inspiration, as well as um, a girl has no juice. And, you know, that's kind of a playoff of uh, Game of Thrones, a girl has no name. So those two are giving your boy life. And uh, so, shout out to them. I was gonna say I I don't get the uh, a girl has no juice part, and then you said it was from Game yeah. of Thrones, so that that's exactly why I don't get it. So, but yes, yeah, so more power to you. <laughs> Double L must rock the bell. I thought that was kind of dope. All right, indeed. Hey, the folks folks want to know, man. The folks want to know. Post went up. Uh, who I think I I posted. We had a picture up the other day about which player in the league has the ugliest jump shot in the NBA. <laughs> and the nominees were Joe Kim Noah, Kevin Martin, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, Sean Marion, Taco Fall. I mean, he said he got an ugly shot. And Lonzo Ball. All top. Did, and, well, and what do you think about that? When I saw it, I didn't. I didn't even go into the polls. I didn't look at it or anything. As soon as I saw what it said, I was. I thought Sean Marion. Like that's who came to my mind automatically. That's ugly. So yeah, that joke is ugly. But Joe Kim Noah joint is some trash too. Like that joke, hands be twisted, arms going. It just looked like it hurt. It looked like it hurt. It's so. painful, man. I'll I call it a tie. You said a six-way tie. I'm gonna call it a two-way tie between Sean Marion and Joe Kim Noah. Yeah, it's a couple of cats uh, in the group that that agree one way or the other. I mean, you know, your boy Lonzo Ball got quite you know quite many votes too. But um, hmm. yeah, it, it's a whole lot of the Matrix up there. Whole lot of the Matrix. Shout out to Kenya Moore. She said the Matrix. He shoot from his stomach. <laughs> Wow. That is crazy. And El Monte Garside put I threw up just looking at this. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's hurtful. But you mentioned Noah, man. Not only is Noah's uh, like jump shot or his shot ugly, you ever seen him shoot a free throw? Yeah. Yeah. But I I mean everything about his game is ugly. Like everything about his game is ugly. <laughs> so but he's comfortable with it. He's comfortable with his skin and his game, so I let him rock. But yes, ugly. His whole game is ugly. 
but that ugliness got to get some paid for some odd. Well, I'm not saying for some odd reason, but he gets paid, so I can't, I can't fault him. Shout out to Eric Abram Morgan. Put, I'm going with Michael Kidd Gilchrist. It seems like his guide hand is blocking his shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that playing, playing defense on himself. And Blake Kelly co-signed on it. So that's 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 crazy. That's crazy. And so did Jesse Howard. So they, you know, Michael Kidd, Kidd Gilchrist is getting uh, getting some heat in this joint too. And we want to go on throwback. A couple of people did bring up your ball, your boy Jamal uh, Jamal Wilkes. Boy, my, yeah. uh, my, my former next door neighbor used to call him when we were kids because he was like younger than we were, so he couldn't say it. So he used to call him Jamal Milks. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jamal Wilkes got a, he got he got quite a vote, few votes too, even though he wasn't actually on the list. Uh, list is pretty much made up of uh, uh, well, pretty much a current player, but Sean Marion's on here. But yeah, so. Right now. 
<laughs> that is crazy. I, if you, man, if somebody would have asked me how old she was, I, w- I wouldn't have come close to no 50. That totally throws me right there. That's crazy. Yeah, Lucy bro. Is 50 years old. Child, angels and all that. Go ahead. That's crazy. That's crazy. But, yeah, as far as the Wesley Snipes, though, John, go, it was like various stuff in the group. Of course, it looks like the majority of the folks, um, New Jack City, I believe, got a ton of votes. Got uh, mm-hmm. almost probably more than anything else, or at least a mention when people were going down there. But Chris Robin, he, he brought up murder at 1600. Uh, Brian True. Austin, uh, Passenger 57, uh, my cousin Jay Hundley, um, he loves Sugar Hill. Um, he said, but really? the dude he played, yeah, he said, but that dude he played in, in that Stallone jank might be my favorite bad guy. Yeah. Oh, let's not, yeah. let's not forget, let's not forget U.S. Marshals. U.S. Marshals yeah. was dope to me as well. Uh, Demolition Man got a shout out. Major League got a shout out. Um, there's more in New Jack City. Yeah, it's it's it, it's a ton of them. I don't and know. Boy, he in the joint with uh the the joint where they were cross dressing with uh oh like two uh, with Bing Rames. It was Bing Rames. Was he not in that? I know he. Well, I know. I, I thought uh Bing Rames cross dressing another joint, like something hard. I don't or know, bro. But I could be wrong because I've never seen it. <laughs> Look, I've never seen it. I don't know. But maybe I got the wrong movie. I probably got the wrong movie. I think he was in a joint I haven't watched either, but I remember seeing it uh, seeing it being advertised. And it was something like Too Wong Fu or something. And I, oh, Too Wong Fu. I definitely, so who, hold it. Yeah, who I, was in that joint? I'm definitely not sure. I, I don't know. I, I rem- only thing I remember about it is I remember seeing uh, I don't know something that they had. I believe it was Wesley Snipes, and he had on a dress and some makeup. And I just knew right. I wasn't watching it after that. <laughs> so <laughs> it just threw yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, it threw me. But I think it was like two one fool or something like that. Yeah, that's it. That's the name of it. That's the name of it. <laughs> um, I, I became a fan of some of Wesley's other movies too, and you may or may have never heard of them, but he had a couple like a lot of artists like straight to DVD joints. You know, like, um, he had a joint called The Detonator and another joint called, I think it was like The Contractor or something. He's got a couple of others, but, you know, I remember before uh, Blockbusters pretty much went out of business, we had to join up here in Currytown. And I remember I used to live in that little uh, used bin. You go over there and find a you know, DVD over in the used bin. It might be like 2 $3. And right. I remember picking up, like, you know, quite a few Wesley Snipe joints over the years before they actually shut down. But one joint called The Detonator, I remember specifically. Another joint called The Contractor. For straight to DVD movies, I mean, you know what's going to happen. He's going to go out to help somebody. He got to save something. He's going to do some, punch a few people, mm-hmm. martial arts to shoot some people, and he's going to save the day. But it is for, you know, for two, three dollar movie, I, I enjoy. So I can't speak on never seen either of But yeah. Shout out to happy birthday to Wesley Snape. Yeah, happy, happy birthday to him. And in closing, I do want to give him some props, though, because, you know, people always talk about how hard it is to hear stories about how hard it was to work with him, uh, his persona and his attitude behind the scenes. If you heard about that in more than one movie, 
uh, Blade comes to mind, but there's other people who said that is, uh, you know, him being a star, somewhat of uh, somebody called him a diva. But uh, one of his most noted roles and one of my favorites was his character in Blade. He was Blade. And uh, people have been waiting for the reboot to come out and they wanted Wesley to play him. And he's one of those guys that's so iconic, you can't see anybody playing Blade but Wesley Snipes. Uh, shout out right. to Daniel Hamilton. She, Daniel Hamilton, she brought that up. She said, I just can't see anybody, you know, but Wesley. And it's hard for me to see it. But your dude, uh, uh, Mercer Hala Ali, is going to be the new Blade. And I do believe if, if anybody could pull it off, it would be him. Yeah, that's a good choice. Now, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to front like I'm a Blade fan because I'm not. Right, but, right. Uh, Mushahala Ali, it would be a good choice. Uh, that's another person where where you say, "Do you know how old this person is? How old do you think this man is?" Uh, Mushahala Ali, Mushahala Ali. Ah, and it, this one I don't remember at this present moment, but I do remember picking it up. I do remember seeing it before. I I think I might have googled it, but do you remember how old it is? Yeah, he's forty-five. He's yeah, 45. yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, and and if if you want somebody to look at and say that they've lived a full life at forty-five, look at that dude. He he has lived the black man's dream life. Just go Google him and look at the things he's done, and then you're gonna be like, "Dang, for real! Like he 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 did it all. <laughs> he did everything I wanted to do in life." <laughs> Shout out to yeah. him. A couple of quick things, man, um, before we roll out. Um, shout out to Don, man, your cousin, Don Mosley. He posted a picture, man, of some old uh, cassette tapes. And we can, we see those across social media all the time. Like, remember these days? Remember this? And But it had a bunch of old cassettes on there, but they were all cassette singles, and they were all hip-hop singles. And he was like, you remember the back in the day when a dope single came out, and this was all we had. We had we had to wait a whole month before the whole album came out. Man, I remember mm-hmm. those days perfectly. I, I'm pretty sure you do too. A single would come out, get your mouth watering, you feeling you bumping that joint to death, but the album ain't come out for another three or four weeks, so we had to sit and wait. Man, <laughs> like you had to live with that single, you know, for quite some time. Man, I remember those days like it was yesterday. Cold world, cold world. But then they really, they really tried to tried to gas us up a little bit and gave us the maxi single. So you had a single, then you might have a remix, then the instrumental, and then one other joint might be on there. So you think you really got something, even though you really just got two songs, <laughs> just like you would on the single anyway. But it was the maxi single, so we were feeling real special. Pay a whole extra two, three dollars for that joint. Yeah, he got hashtag the good old days of hip-hop and rap music, hashtag SBP. And in the picture, it has, uh, you know, it has, has a few joints. Crossover by EPMD is in there. Um, you know, uh, you know, it's quite a few uh, to the break of dawn. Uh, Pop Goes the Weasel, third base. You know, it, it was a ton of joints like that. But I remember, like, it was, it was, it was perfect, man. And I remember you played the single so much. That by the time the album came out, sometimes you would skip over that single when the album got there because you didn't play it to death. You would listen to everything oh, else. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That you would listen to everything that was else. That my life. 
That was my life. <laughs> I think I, I was never like you always wanted the single, but I was never like on the singles. Like it was always the other joints. It was always the B sides or the other joints yeah. on the album that really made the joint for me. I and nothing against the singles. I think it's just that we heard them so much on wherever wherever we hear them, radio or having the single out, you know, right. in the streets, in the club, whatever, that we was like, yo, that joint dope, but what about these joints? Like, check the rhyme. I will skip check the rhyme in a minute because I've heard it so many times, but, you know, that, that's just what it True is indeed. or what it was, what it was. Yeah, I, I think I only did it with, uh, that's when I was still buying wax. I didn't do it so much with tapes later on, but I was still buying wax because I was always looking for that B-side or that or that remix or whatever. So I would go ahead and buy that single on wax anyway. Right. Um, and then when the old album hit, uh, I remember when um, uh, I'm Bad came out. I, I'm Bad came out, you know what I'm saying, weeks before the actual album, you know, LL Cool J's album dropped. You see what I'm saying? But I went and bought that. Anyway, you know, and try to get that song to at least try to hold a brother over until the album came. But um, that's just right. one of the first ones that come to my mind was, was that right there. Um, sure. Did you see the joint where you, uh, your boy uh, Nas was on Drink Champs with with, um, with Nori, and he said that uh, he wanted to do a joint with Prince, but Prince wouldn't do the joint with him because Nas didn't own his own master. Yeah, Prince. I actually. Uh... I don't know who did somebody post the, the drink champ show in the group. I don't know, maybe somebody I don't know did. I saw it. But I saw like right when it came out that it came out at the show, and I ended up watching that joint that same day. And it got to that point, and it was like uh, Nas asked Prince about doing the joint, and Prince said he had to ask him a question. Do you do you own your masters? And I could see Prince, you know, looking over his glasses, looking over his <laughs> his shades, looking at Nas sideways, like, do you own your masters? I could see that happening, definitely. So Nas said that put him up on, on some game or on something that he didn't really even consider. Because, you know, everybody thought Prince was crazy and all that type of stuff with the, with the, with the uh, symbol and on his masters. But, you know, it was before his time, so... We was late. We were all just late, late getting to the party. Could you see that that joint going down? Like, you know, he said, Nas, you want me to do this? You want me to do this song with you? Do you own your masters? He'd be like, nah. He's like, I'll do a song with you. But first, you must purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, that's crazy. But nah, like you said, I can see Prince. I can see, I can see Prince having that conversation with him, maybe not in that way, but having that conversation. But I kind of think that might have led to what we're seeing now with Nas, that, you know, not only um, so much in his personal life, but just the business guy that Nas has become. Because it seems like we're seeing now once, you know, every six or seven months, one of his companies or something he's invested in is making money. You know, he got the little pharmaceutical mm-hmm. joint. I think he... I can't remember the numbers, but was it like close to like a billion dollars? I don't remember what the numbers were. I know he had some type of um, real estate joint um, that he had invested in, I think like last year. 
and that joint then blew up and a bunch of other projects. So um, I would be willing to bet that just that conversation alone with Prince, it just started over a song, probably has a lot to do with Nas's business acumen, you know, you know, a lot of that we're seeing today. Yeah, it's quite possible. It's quite possible. Give him a whole different perspective on things. So shout out to Prince, rest in peace. And shout out to Nas for killing it right now with, with the business. Got the album out. You know, not a big fan of the album myself, but regardless right. of that, we know it's old material. And these are these are just old joints. Lost Tapes is just old joints. And he got more old joints, and people still gonna cop them joints because they just it's Nas. Like it's, it's still Nas. Last thing I got, man, and I don't know if you got anything else, but the last thing I got. I got to get. I got to give a shout out to a dude I don't even know. He lives in another state. He's not in the SBP, but some dude, a gentleman by the name of Frank O'Rourke, pulled a goat move. This dude was okay. surfing about a week or two ago and got bit by a shark. And there's footage. His homeboy got footage of him struggling out in the water. He got bit on the arm by a shark. Big teeth. Marks and everything in his arm. This dude gets away from the shark, makes it back to shore, and instead of going to the hospital, he went straight to the bar. That's a gold move right there, bro. I had to shout him out. Hey, I ain't gonna never be the goat. One, because I ain't getting in the water. Two, because I ain't. If I get bit by a shark, I'm just going to die right there. Like That's just going to be the end. Apparently, it's my time to go, and I'm not really trying to, to fight it. If, if it's my time, it's my time, Lord. <laughs> it just got to be what it is. <laughs> if you see the picture, I mean, he had a nice little, nice little bite. It looked like something that you would need to go to the hospital to get examined and probably get stitched up a little bit. In the picture, I had posted on the page, a little blood and stuff running down his arm, and his homeboy who actually caught it on video and he was talking about how scared and how shook that he was when it was going down it was like man we got to get you to a hospital come on you know you got to go get this thing checked out man and he was like nah you gonna have me a beer I'm gonna go talk about it I'm gonna brag to the homies you know so shout out to Frank O'Rourke man no doubt hey Prime I got to ask you one you. question though because I ain't see the you. pictures so let me just know was 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 Frank uh, of the yeah, Caucasian persuasion? Okay. Now you know. All right. <laughs> All right. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> we already know. You already know. <laughs> man, this was fun. Is there anything else we missed, man? Anything else we need to touch on before we roll out? Because, you know, we're getting into football next week. Next week, we're going to start our previews. Um, we haven't nailed down exactly where we're going, but – we're pretty sure we'll do AFC and an NFC team, like maybe, you know, AFC North and NFC North or AFC South. NFC South. We'll do it that way. But we start our previews next week. So is there anything we need to touch on before we even get to next week? Um, I just want to say thank you, Prime, for making us through this podcast without mentioning Carmelo Anthony. Um, See? Thank you. I ain't missing Zeke. I'm proud. Either, so. Zeke, don't you don't do it now. It's too late. It's too late. 
It's I, I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna don't even worry about it. We good. Uh, so I appreciate that. Um, anything we need to cover? Um, I think we covered it all. Oh, shout out to my daughter Jada. She she ran. Yeah. She, she runs track and she ran for the first time since March. She got hurt in in March, so she hasn't run since the indoor nationals. And she's just been training recently, and she ran in her first first uh, events this weekend, and she pulled off a first place finish in the 100 and the first place in the 200 of the state games, 2019 state games, uh, yesterday, well, Saturday and Sunday. So shout out to the boo. No doubt. Shout out to her. Um, I just want to shout out all the new members in the group, but not only the new members, the old members who are pretty much, as we figured out, are just diehard football fans amongst anything else. Because I saw a lot of names I hadn't seen since last football season just happened to like the uh, the Ed Reed post about his bust in the Hall of Fame. So I know they coming back with football being pretty much like staring us, you know, in, in our face right now. So I know mm-hmm. not only are the uh, the fantasy leagues that we've already pretty much filled up are going to be lit, but the fan duel that you're going to put down is going to be lit, and the NFL talk is going to be lit all together. So it seems that what you know that's what a lot of people were waiting for. So shout out to everybody, man. That's on that tip right there. Um, for sure. I'm your yeah. I'm your boy Prime. You can always catch me on Instagram and Twitter. If you're into sports, hip-hop, comic books, drinking beer, whatever, my handle is at Prime SBK. Source, what up? I am at Smitty Source, at Smitty Source on Twitter and Instagram, I think. I could be wrong, but, you know, if you can't find me, that's fine as well. (laughs) Just make sure you join the SPP on Facebook, Sports Bar Podcast Group. We get it in on a daily basis. Sports, hip-hop, TV, whatever's popping, chicken wings, and, uh, yeah, drums and flats coming to you tomorrow. <laughs> no doubt. We got to get that. We got to get that. All right, so next week when the football town, you know, football talk ramps up with your boys, and we up out of here. SPP, y'all. All right.